Praise the Lord. Okay, Psalm 27. Psalm 27, verse 8, and then Jeremiah 33. Psalm 27, verse 8. Actually, let's start in verse 7. Psalm 27, verse 7 says, Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. When thou saidst, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. Uh, the Lord tells us to call on him. The Lord tells us to seek him out. In Jeremiah 33, verse three, the command is call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knewest not. And you see this over and over again in scripture. Okay, this is what we were, this is our topic uh, before I left for Sudan, right, South Sudan is I gave you just some testimony, but also uh, just a, just a, a word, word from, the, from scripture about how w- when we pray effectually, fervently, it's when we, we, we must have an answer from the Lord. Remember that guy that had the importune need, right? He was desperate. He had, it was importune prayer. He had to have bread. Uh, because people were coming and he had to give them and he didn't have it and, and his neighbor did and so he just, he didn't stop till he got what he needed and, and so we need that. We need that kind of an attitude. We need that kind of a mentality in prayer that, 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 that we, we, we have to have an answer from the Lord and I shared with you every time in my life whenever I've done that, when I've been in that place where I recognize my true need is prayer and answer from the Lord, every time without question and it's always spectacular how God answers prayer. Well, he invites us to that. Call unto me, and I will answer thee. God says, I won't just leave you hanging. See, we don't forget. Okay, let's say your belly starts growling. What do you do? I tell you what, if my belly even gets mildly empty, you know, we don't have, we even come to hunger pains yet. I'm doing flybys in the kitchen and I'm thinking about it, you know? And then, you know, my wife doesn't do everything right. I will admit that. She does not do everything right. She keeps M&M, the peanut M&Ms in the house. And I don't understand that. That stuff's crack, I can't stay out of it. And if she loved me, she'd stop buying it. And I know it's not supposed to be for me, huh? Huh? Oh, that's my mother-in-law, so LaVon is the one that keeps putting peanut M&Ms in my house. <laughs> We're having a talk when I get, okay, so anyway. Um, I, you know, like nobody has to tell you when your belly's growling, nobody has to tell you, it's silly, go eat. You just do that automatically. And so God has to command us because we don't, often we don't see, we don't feel, we don't recognize our desperate need. But he tells us to call on him in the day of trouble. He tells us to pray without ceasing. He told you to watch and pray. He said to continue in prayer. He said to cast all your care on him. Because he actually, 100%, he's all about, he cares for you. He says, ask and it will be given you. Call on me in the day of trouble. Draw nigh is the command. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. And you just see those commands over and over and over in scripture where God is begging his people, you need blessing, you need to flourish, and so you need to pray. 
withdraw and pray, retire and pray. Take those times where you're, you're looking at your life, you're looking at the responsibility that you have from the Lord that's before you. Take some time and recognize your need and then make sure you lift all of that up to the Lord. What does his word say? What are the promises in his word over each of those situations? And then fix it in your mind. Spurgeon would always talk about it like shooting arrows, okay? Whenever, you, whenever you're praying, sometimes you just start saying words at God. Have you ever noticed that we've all done that? I've done that. And I'll just start praying and I recognize I'm not talking to anybody. What am I doing? I'm just letting arrows fly. No, what I do is I gotta fix the target, right? I have to make sure that the target is lined. And once it's lined up and I know that I'm gonna hit what I'm aiming at, that's whenever I let the arrow fly. Does that make sense? Fix what you're aiming at. This is a conversation with our creator. I gotta fix that first in my mind. I need to know what I'm asking. I don't wanna just be blathering before the omnipotent, supreme being of all, the Lord of all creation. Uh, I'm just gonna come in here and blah, 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 and you know, just throw some words at you. Uh, no, I wanna order my complaint. I wanna order my request. I wanna order my praise. Lord, I've got something to say to you, and so I need to fix that in my mind, and then I need to just humble myself before the Lord, and like a little child that would go to his father and say, I need an egg. He's full of faith, he's gonna get an egg, not a scorpion. Remember, we saw that three weeks ago. Okay, so, so I, I need to fix it in my mind what the request is, to whom am I making the request, what are his promises over this need, and then I'm gonna ask in faith. And the answer is promised. He says, I will answer thee. And that is one of the most precious phrases in all of scripture, that the living God promises his children that he will answer them when they cry out to him in need. God hears prayers. It's, it's, it is prayer that God Almighty responds to. Not you being a good person, not you and your ability to do incredible things of great accomplishment, it's prayer that God answers. It's prayer that God responds to. So many, so many blessings that God has for us. Uh, my fear is that they're left on the shelves of heaven because we as God's children were too faithless to ask and so we ask not so we have not. We don't ask for power for living. We don't ask for deliverance from sin. We don't ask for the, for the wisdom and the, and the foresight, the insight to avoid the traps of the enemies. We don't ask for prayer, for witness. So I thank God that he puts us in situations that force our hand. Uh, it is, it's kinda like, it, it is kinda like that. So if my belly's growling, I'm thinking about a sandwich. Like it, like it, it doesn't, like I don't have to go to school for that. Uh, I don't have to be coached in that. I don't have to have somebody like, hey moron, go eat a sandwich. No, like I immediately go there. My stomach is growling, Snickers bar, okay? So that's a, that's a response, felt need, how do I solve it? Refrigerator, okay, everybody gets that. We desperately need to pray. We can't, we can't lead anybody to Christ. 
We can't get anybody to listen to the gospel. We can't get anybody to take the word of God seriously. I mean, it's a living book and it's all powerful, but unless, unless they see that, God has to work in and through us. We desperately need to call on the Lord for the promise of his, promises of his word to be made reality in our life. Okay, so, so we, those, hunger, those spiritual hunger pains are there. We just don't feel them all the time. So God, he's just really good at letting us get into situations that, 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 that fry us out, man. I mean, they put us in a situation where we absolutely feel the pangs for prayer, the need for prayer. And I'm so grateful for that. Can I give you some homework? Uh, check out the story of Daniel. Daniel's taken into captivity. And what happens? The king dreams a dream. And you remember the story? The king dreams a dream and nobody, none of these mystery religion adepts can do anything uh, to help him understand this dream. And he's upset and he's like, you're gonna tell me or I'm gonna kill the lot of you. All the wise men are gonna be wiped out in a moment. Well, Daniel has been taken into captivity and they saw, you know, he's a sharp young lad. They stuck him in the wise man camp. <laughs> We're gonna train you to be a wise guy. And so he's got a death sentence over his head. And so he's like, get word to the king. We're gonna get an answer for him. And what does he do? He goes back to his boys, right? And the four of them call on the Lord. And then that night, God gives them the answer that he needs to give to the king. And so would you study that this week? Because what happened? Crisis situation, Dan's in over his head. He can't do anything. He's cooked. He's a dead man walking. And except God, except God provides, except God breaks through, there's no hope for any of them. They got desperate in prayer before the Lord. You know, it's Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, they're calling on the Lord because their lives were at stake. Man, I thank God for those times where we recognize our desperate need. It forces us to pray effectually, fervently. And then what happens? God, God answers. And then what happens? Your faith increases. Pretty soon, I mean, Daniel's got to walk with God and he's running the whole empire. It's incredible. Um, incredible. So there's your homework. Uh, and I pray that, that this will be motivation for us, not just in our corporate times of prayer together, but in our private prayer life. Uh, nothing's too hard for the Lord. Not one thing. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. I need Brian to come and close us out in praise and worship. Are we doing that tonight? Okay, let's go ahead and do that now. Oh, it's Alex. Oh, I need Alex. To, thanks, Alex. And then, um, I'm forgetting something. Yes, Josh. Is it Josh or Joshua? It doesn't matter, okay. But everybody's been calling you Josh. Yeah. Josh, could you just stand up real quick? Is that okay? This is Josh's last day with us. Uh, his work will be taking him to the DC area. And so he's leaving tomorrow. And so this is your shot at getting a hold of Josh and making sure you get a, get a, get a good buy-in and, and, and make sure that, that, that you lock his face in uh, so that brother will be praying for you uh, in your journey to DC. And then we're gonna be praying that if it be the Lord's will, uh, your job would bring you back to KC and just plug right back in with us. Yeah, amen? All right, Father, Lord, thank you for Josh. I thank you that you, you brought him here over this last year and 
Uh, Lord, I thank you for his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I thank you for his willingness to follow as a disciple of Christ. Lord, I thank you for him and, and Brother Lee, you know, and their discipleship relationship. Lord, that, 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 that as Josh travels for work, that, and it, uh, you know, with, with the, way, you know, the way things work, uh, there's not that job here, and, and uh, here he's in this country. And, and so, Lord, this is the provision that you have for him. And so, Lord, we're, we're trusting you with all of that. Uh, would you bless him to keep growing as a disciple, a disciple indeed. And as, he, and as he sees truth in your word, that he wouldn't explain it away, that he would trust you to learn how to apply it to his life and to bring you glory in and through it. And so, God, thank you. Uh, for, for our time tonight in prayer. God, I thank you uh, for our marriages. Lord, I thank you for the missions work that's taking place. God, I thank you for my brothers and sisters. Lord, would you bless us as we grow, as we endeavor, uh, as we strive in our prayers together. Lord, would you bless us? Would you make us a fruitful people? God, would you allow us to have much fruit at the judgment seat of Christ? Uh, because Lord, uh, we recognize it's not by our might, it's not by our power, it's by your spirit. It's by the fulfilling of your word in and through and over our lives. Lord, help us to never settle for trusting you for anything less than that. And I ask this in Jesus' name, amen.